They can take the money out of our pockets, but they can't make us austere in our dreams. Ooh, is that a is that a little meme? It's story? a little freestyle. Yeah, Hello, everyone, and welcome to this, the first ever episode of the NSDF podcast. Um, my name is Grace. I am part of the management team here at NSDF, and I will be your host for the foreseeable future. The first clip that you've just heard, and every clip in this episode, is from an interview between Nima Talagani, who is an actor who came here as a student and is now a selector for NSDF, and Alan Lane, who also came here as a student and is now artistic director of Slung Low, which is a, an amazing theatre company. You'll hear about, a bit more about them in a second. And Alan is also a judge. In this first part, you're going to hear them talk a bit about... In this first section, you're going to hear them talk a bit about who they are, how they came to be here, and why it is they love NSDF. Uh, so please enjoy. There's two words I'd describe you as, right? Yeah. One is brave, Thanks. and one is extremely naive. Yes. Yes. And yes. And that might be more important than being brave uh, sometimes. Or it's a perfect yeah. fusion of the two. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no. Or, or, uh, yeah, uh, I, I agree. And the days I'm feeling slightly better about myself, I would describe that as hopeful. I mm. am relentlessly hopeful. And that doesn't mean uh, that there are moments when uh, I don't have to put my boot through it and there are moments when I've got to grab someone by the lapel and, and throw them through the fireball. But most days, <laughs> most days, and that's hardly it's true story. It's true. <laughs> but most, plural. most days... <laughs> Most days I'm just hopeful. Most days I'm yeah. like, Do you know what? If I can be as smart as I can be and as energetic and as honest and as open and as generous as I can be, the people around me I know will will match me and and outdo me in those things. And then that will spread and that will spread and that will spread. And you have to be a special kind of douche to come up against that sort of hopefulness and decide to be cynical about it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't happen, but when it does happen, it normally echoes so loudly and so obnoxiously that 200 people just turn and look at it and go, hey, yeah. and, that's, and that defeats it every time. Nice. And how many years have you been coming to this festival? My first, uh, I, did, I brought my first show here in 1999. Wow. Yeah. Was it a good show? No, terrible. How terrible? Uh, judges left halfway through. Wow. Actually walked out. Annie Castledine, the amazingly famous director, yeah. got up and left because she was so offended by what we'd done to Samuel Beckett. We, you, we played um, East Coast hip-hop tracks between short Samuel Beckett plays. <coughs> Keras One. Wow. I get that flashlight out of my face. Yeah, that yeah. was a, an inappropriate use of music. Incredible. Uh, and then Happy Mondays. And we yes. would play these massive, these songs really loud. Kind of, you'd watch a, sh uh, a short Samuel Beckett play for maybe 20 minutes, be really intense, and we'd be like, boom, we'd blow the speakers up. Wow. Everyone would dance in the aisles, and then we'd do another short Samuel Beckett play. And the judges went, no. Incorrect. They left. I mean, it was three and a half hours long, so. Wow, okay, yeah. that, that's tricky in itself, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've always done epic so Yeah, yeah. To be, to be 19 again, I think that was a good idea. <laughs> See, I thought the sort of whole being offended thing was new. Yeah, no. So no, it's this no. new sort of middle class no. thing that we've got now in no. sort of culture where it's like no. we're offended on behalf of people. And we, like, so they were we're offended on behalf of Samuel Beckett. Right, yeah. Right, because he wasn't there to defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a very real sense that I heard a story actually <laughs> yeah. about a sort of like NSDF legend yes. and I don't know if it's true so maybe you can confirm this for me yeah. so there was apparently a, a Harold Pinter play on at a yes. National Student Drama yes. Festival some years ago yeah. maybe in the last 15 years I don't know but like modern times right Yeah. and they did this um play yeah and for those people who don't know there's a discussion after 
um, yeah. every play, so like the morning after. Yeah. And during this discussion, yeah. I think maybe there was a conversation about the pinta pauses, as they're called, blah, blah, blah. And then when the, the students were challenged on it, and then someone said, yeah. um, why did you do that, blah, blah, And they were like, well, we think that's because that's what pinta would yeah. have intended. And then a booming voice comes from the back of the yeah. auditorium. Yeah. That's not what pinta intended. Yeah. And Harold Pinter walks that out the room. Pinter. Is yeah. that true? That is true. That was before my time. That was, that was wow. longer, but it's true. But that happens. That's the great thing about NSDF. You, you get all these people who are normally separated together. So I remember one, uh, one playwright in his biography had said, uh, I'm a rule court writer. And then he was in the discussion and someone said, See so a rule court writer, and he's like, "Yeah." And the literary manager of the rule court stood up in the back of the room and went, "I don't know who you are." <laughs> uh, so that and that's great. And those are obviously the kind of uh, the, the more amusing negative things. But that's what you get here: is you get the all of these people who. That's what we said last night. You couldn't get in half these people's diaries for a meeting, and they're just going to be bumming around the bar. It's quite incredible, days. isn't it? Yeah, it's great. It's the best yeah. thing about it. There's some real like superstars here, right? Yeah, but it's great for them because they get to they get to they get to rub up against people who they're going to be working with in ten years, yeah. twenty years, and they're going to be working for in thirty mm-hmm. years, and then at some point you come back as like Syria McKellen, yeah, like a wizard. Yes. Yeah, that's the that's the great thing about this. It's like right. it is it is a bubble in a positive sense. Is mm-hmm. that we're all here protected in in Leicester, rubbing up against each other without those normal hierarchies of the industry that get in the way. That's a big thing about it, right? So yeah. I was here as a student in 2013 yes. and 14. Yes. As you might know. And um, Very good student. Thank you, sir. And um, <laughs> we... we um, that's the magic of it, isn't it? You actually rub shoulders with... It, there's, it's a non-hierarchical sort of bar. We're a community. You talk and you, yeah. and you talk as colleagues, right? Yeah. And, you, and you work as colleagues. It's like yeah. what happened with you and I yeah. was... Do you want to tell the story of what you, you were did? In a show. You were a very yeah. good show, and then you came, and then you were on a show in for Slung Low. Yeah, so you cast me in a professional play off yeah. the back of NSDF, yeah. and since then I can trace every single theatre gig I've got to you directly. I mean, to the festival, yeah, but sorry to you. about that because you're a bright man. You can done anything <laughs> in your life. No, I've got. I've done two TVs. They're oh, nothing okay. to do oh, with you. <laughs> you can't take no credit for it. I don't want to have seen them, they won't. No, that's not true. I didn't see them. <laughs> one of them hasn't aired yet because yeah. um, one of the people it's about has just got um, found and arrested. Oh, dear. So when his trial finishes, then it then can get aired. Great. And then you that can be money. my second gig okay, that has good, nothing good, good, to good. do with Alan yeah, Lane. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's the best thing about, about, about... We're a community. That's the whole point. And the community is made up of 400, 500 individuals, not... Uh, layers of hierarchy mm. and when I was here as a student there were more layers of hierarchy and at some point the student body just rose up and went ah, get, get yeah. and that was brilliantly healthy and then the festival had to work out what to do about it Right. and I think what we have now that reflects the way that students are treated that reflects what we want from society and mm-hmm. reflects what we want from the theatre industry is just much more open much yeah. more accessible much more engaged in how do we genuinely make a really exciting and better future and that right. rather than how do we get jobs in this current way and that is so much more interesting to be here I think if it was if it was a kind of job fair for young people as opposed to an opportunity for two people who come from different places in the world to meet each other and yeah. work together I wouldn't come whereas as it is there's 350 exciting people out there and I mm-hmm. get to meet them all this way I don't name the, just the person the selector yeah. the judge whatever yeah you're mingling in an SDF. Yeah. You said to me earlier before we started the podcast, oh, I'm not as quick as I used to be or not as you're no, What's going on? So how do you find being here? What do you want to do just as a person? What, what keeps the fire burning to come and 
What's about? What is it about these students? That I think I mean, the exciting. whole company's come. So all all of us are here with mm. all with all of our resources because being being here, we've not been for a few years, and and kind of coming back and renewing, kind of refreshing our references, refreshing seeing mm. what's going on, finding some new talent, uh, finding some new people to work with, uh, is really important. And then I think because I've never been a judge before, not uh, officially, no, <laughs> yeah, and I, I've never been a judge before, and and. People take it really seriously, and I don't want to do it badly. Because right. people, there's always a discussion every year of like, we shouldn't have prizes, because obviously we're talking about hierarchy and community, and then we don't mm. get prizes. And so every single year I've been involved in this festival, there's a discussion about maybe we shouldn't have prizes. And I kind of think I've always been of the mind of like, no, we shouldn't. Mm. And then there's always a really loud voice from a, a number of people who say, we should, because just because yeah, yeah. we're a community and we, we mm. believe that we're all equally important doesn't mean that we're not at some point going to recognize excellence. We're not yeah. going to recognize people who have gone that extra inch. And so, therefore, that's my job this week is with the other two brilliant judges is to make sure that that's honoured and that I pay attention mm-hmm. and that I pay attention to everything. I mean, there is a great irony of having a former student here whose judges couldn't even sit through all the shows yeah. to be a judge. And I, and I think that's the, that's the great thing that NSDF does is it allows people to grow. And I, my other show that came here was terrible. And then three years later, I was being a selector. I think I was selected for 14 years. Wow. And... That's amazing, but you're watching those shows, constantly rem- remembering what it was like to be a student and under that level of scrutiny and feeling like maybe that wasn't done with kindness, that wasn't done with support, that w- wasn't done with rigour as well as love. And yeah. actually, that's brilliant because you come back here and go, God, I'm gonna have to really be on it for the week. Wow. I don't want people going home and going, I met that guy and he was just boring and uninteresting and he didn't listen and he didn't get it. Mm. I want to make sure that. I get as much as I can from this festival and people come and rip whatever they need from me. But that's going to need me to be awake and really on point the whole yeah. week. Is there a lot of bravery, right? So your shows were slated in a, in a kind of, in a big way. You had yeah. people walk out, basically yeah. your crap is how you felt in their eyes, right? Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. And that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think you were? I think, uh, no, but I think that it wasn't just the festival at the time, you know, it was 20 years ago, mm. so that, that was kind of, well, this is really important that you get rigorous feedback, and the only type of rigorous feedback lots of people understood was that, that aggressive stuff, and now we go, that was the language gonna be the aggressive, yeah. f- there's going to be rigorous feedback and people are going to grow, but there's no need to, there's no need to do that, and that, mm. again, f- you can see the festival, is an extraordinary thing, that's something that's lasted 85 years, and evolves but constantly checked back to where it's come from, is that you can see the changes in how mm. students are treated, you can see and how they behave, and how theatre engages with society, mm. and the values that theatre have. 20 years ago, theatre wasn't particularly interested in different types of people from different backgrounds, yeah. different bodies coming into theatre. They were just interested in putting on plays. Mm. That's still largely true, but there's, a, there's an increasingly vocal part of the industry that's like, no, 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 come on now. Mm-hmm. We'll find a way. Our job isn't just to walk into communities, stand there and go, I'm amazing, watch mm. me now. Yeah. We, we've got to listen, we've got to engage. Yeah. And the festival's doing that. Mm. And that you, we, the belief that every single one of the judges, every single one of the selectors, every single one of the, uh, the staff, the dames and sirs that are going to come here have stuff to learn not only from the shows but from the students who come and are part of this festival mm-hmm. and that that is true and that is lived and that is honest and that is maybe a difference from when I was here as a student and that's vital because otherwise it's a bunch of people pontificating and that's boring we should just go off and write our books mm-hmm. whereas this is different this is a group of people going well you know well, I've been doing this a bit longer but it doesn't mean I know anymore mm-hmm. should we find out should we check in with each other should we try yeah. to do this together or in the instance of you we've got to find this amazing talent and go well, that guy should just leave the company. We should put him on the water and let him sing, because that's amazing. There's 
some questions that I think have been going around in everyone's head during an SDF. And in this next clip, Alan and Nima kind of get into it and really dig into some of those questions, questions about diversity and how to create inclusive spaces. And Brett and I have been talking about that a lot with this podcast, you know, who to have on, how do we engage with as many diverse voices as we can when there are not always a lot of diverse voices in the room. And this next clip I think is really important and really interesting because it's about how we translate those kind of very cerebral, very difficult ideas into our actual everyday actions, into the way in which we approach the theatre process and into the way that we approach theatre as a business because when it comes down to it, theatre is a business. You have to make money to be able to survive. But whether or not that is why you're doing theatre, I think, is the really interesting question and I think Alan has some really kind of insightful words to say about it. Um, so please enjoy. I've got one last thing for you, and I'll yeah. let you go because you, your son is three years old. Yeah, old. he's running around outside. Does he have a sort of a firebomb with him or anything like that? No, he, he doesn't know how to operate a smoke grenade. Yeah, he does it. And he's also, if you give him an axe or, right. or anything, you give him a saw and you say, David, he's three, what's the dangerous part of this end? He'll point to it and go, what's the safe part of this end? And what should you do? And he tells you the three kind of most safest things, and then you go, great. And he wow. can operate a drill or a jigsaw. It's important because those things are lying around. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't. I mean, even if I put all of mine away, people are lying around. <laughs> um, um, okay, two more questions. I'll ask the question I want to do yeah. at the end. What's he going to be when he grows up? I know he can be anything he wants to be. David Baby. Up, but what's he going to be? Like, let's play a game. Yeah. What's David Baby going to be? I, I'm, I'm slightly concerned. Uh, so, David Baby's mostly uh, grown up in rehearsal rooms with my wife, who's a choreographer. Mm. And as a result, he's learned unbelievable emotional manipulation, kind of, and and kind of, wow. and a control of emotion, but also how to manipulate it. He should be prime minister. I think he might be an arch criminal. I think we're literally. And I look at him and think, yeah, I think that guy's going to do like he's going to have a gang, and everyone's going to be like, he runs a neighbourhood, and I think it's kind of cool. But also, <laughs> people keep disappearing. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I was just, I was literally just talking to him about the importance of story. Which is yeah. a moment we were just watching a pop video, and there's a moment when someone makes a decision, and I was like, what happens then? He goes, Yes. So and he's got that from Taylor Swift. It's Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, and the greatest uh, showman Show on earth. Amazing. He loves those two. Yeah, there's Amazing. a little moment when uh, the one that isn't Hugh Jackman just thinks about something. <laughs> and I'm like, see that? And he's like, Daddy, I do, I do see it, I do see it. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. My last question is, yeah. Okay, so you do a lot of incredible work. You're groundbreaking in a lot of ways, and that's brilliant. Thanks, man. NSDF. Yeah. What can we do to make this festival, this body of students, more representative? How can we bring students in who aren't just from certain universities, from certain yeah, yeah. backgrounds? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's not all just like one voice and body at all. No, by no. any means, there's loads of difference. Yeah. We're working with a festival company today, 90 of them, and there's 90 yeah. different opinions and voices in that yeah. room. So not to downplay that at all. Yeah. But what can we do to make it better? I th- I just, I've just been talking to a journalist about that exact question she just asked me, and I think... There's two things. The first question I want to ask is, is that what do you want to be representative of? Because, and, we, and this is not in any, in any way to excuse anybody from anything, mm-hmm. but it's also to understand that every day we must go and fight, but the, just because we lose doesn't mean we're not going to fight tomorrow. Yes. And that if the universities are not representative of the thing you want to be representative of, then you're going to keep smashing your head against that. And mm-hmm. that's not to say you shouldn't, mm-hmm. you should. And actually there's much more that can be done, but it's understanding that the arts are not going to roll back the appalling and cruel changes to society that austerity and before that a kind of profoundly misunderstood 
uh, argument around customers in universities and customers mm. in social services and customers in NHS. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna roll that back. And if that's the measure of our success, we will fail, and that's mm -hmm. fine because I'll come and fail with you. Mm -hmm. But we are not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we have to start to to evaluate our success in different ways. And then the other, so I think, and I think there's a, there's a kind of big, big grown up conversation in the whole industry about that as we go. Oh, it's not, and you go, no, the universities aren't representative of things. So you, mm -hmm. what, what are you, what are you looking for? Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is that you win people over who don't trust you by standing. And you and we have a thing. Uh, we have a saying: you stand in the rain. You stand for longer than anyone thought you would. You offer generously, and it is always in the first instance in the work that we do. It is cynically taken, and therefore people we, we have a vertical allotment in our neighbourhood, and someone came and stole all the fruit and veg out of it. They stole a hundred pounds worth of plants. We put a hundred pounds back in the next day, and they'll do it again, and we'll put it in there, and we yeah. will we'll continue until finally people are like Jesus. These guys are lunatics. They're just never, ever going to give up. Mm. And the way I think that translates to NSDF is the problem you have is that every three years your student, your, your, the people you want to engage with have moved on. So you're like, we've gotten in with Aberystwyth. That's brilliant. We've never, or Northern Ireland is a big blind spot for this organisation. Right. Well, yeah, we're in at Northern, and yeah, but in three years' time, all those people are going to be different mm -hmm. because you've got to go back, and you've mm -hmm. got to go back, and you've got to go back. And I think too often, historically, this isn't about any individuals, too often we've gone, well, if we crack it this year, then we'll be able to ride that. Like, right. if we get a mailing list for this place, yeah, yeah. we did a show, in fact, the White Well that we did together, 40% of the people who came to see that show had never been to a theatre before. It was amazing. Incredible, yeah. And then the council said, we're not interested in those people anymore. Why? Well, they've been to a theatre. The metric was they'd never been to the theatre before. And if that's the metric, you're gonna, you've got to go out every day. You go, well, that means our life is never going to get easier, isn't it? Mm. But that means we're going to have to get in the car. Yeah. That's an impossible amount of effort. Yes. No one could possibly expect us to have a business model like that. Correct. <laughs> the only way we're going to do this is if we do that. Yes. Shit. That's going to be horrendous work. Yes. Because the people that you want to reach, in whatever way they are not engaged, are not engaged with the idea that groups of students coming together under the banner of National Student Festival is something they want to do. They mostly think that's something they might want to set fire to. <laughs> you are you are fighting against the way the arts are seen. You are fighting the way the students are seen. You are fighting against the way the theatre is seen. Theatre, for most people in this country, is still something Julian Fellows does and not something that Nima Telegani does. And that is going to take my entire life. And I'm still not going to win. But that's okay because someone's coming behind me. And yeah. they're not going to win. And that's okay because someone's coming behind them. And we will have it, but we're not going to see it. And I think that that mentality of throwing yourself relentlessly at the problem, understanding how deep that problem is, not letting that be an excuse is what has to be done. It's shoe leather. You stand out and you stand out. We've got it at the club. We're based in Elders Working Men's Club and we're there every single event, every single show. And they're like, hang on a minute, but that means you'd never go home. It means you're never going to have a weekend. That means you go, if I'm not here or one of the team aren't there, it shows that that's not where our priority is. Mm. Yeah, but that's an impossible way to live your life. It isn't an impossible way to live your life. It's a difficult way to live your life. And if you want to win, you want to mean it. If you want to demonstrate to me that you're accessible, fine, then you can do that. Do you want to be accessible? Yeah, it's going to take 20 years, and it's going to be a pain in the arse, and you're going to have to drive every two years to different universities and talk with people, and you're going to have to repeat that effort over and over again, but you're going to want it. Or, you know, we can do that little thing that we do that makes everyone feel better about for a while. But you want to, you're what you're actually asking. This organisation's been asking for 20 years. Just change the way that young people see their learning experience mm. in the face of preposterous university system that has become highly commercialised who basically want to fight capitalism great I'm there with you it isn't going to be easy it's going to take some effort 
it's a fight worth having. We will not win. Day one, I'm there. Amazing. Be the change you want to see. And the main, a joy and a privilege. And you, mate, my love. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this, the first ever episode of the NSDF podcast. We're really excited for you to hear some of the other ones. I've just noticed there's glitter on my microphone, um, which makes me really happy. And I hope you're all having a wonderful day. And if you're not, don't worry, you'll have one at some point. We'll see you later.